0: I'm Zen, and this is a Meet Us in Paris podcast. Along with me for the trip is Kristen, Emily, and Lee has returned. Yay! Yay. Hello! Hey, hi. Um, hi! And we've got someone extra special today. It's my wife, Vanessa.
1: Hello. Okay, you're so,
2: okay?
1: Vanessa, I have a. Welcome.
0: Nice... Uh oh.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, come huh? <go> on, Lee. <laughs> So, I have Vanessa. I have a random question before we begin. In all your travels with Zen, have you ever been tempted to leave him behind and where?
0: <laughs> oh, no. Are you yes. going to tell that story? Yes, I
2: am. <laughs> okay.
3: So, before we were going to get married, we um, tried. He kept nagging me about renewing my passport. And so I made sure before... They've heard
0: the story. Go ahead. Right. I don't, From I don't remember this. From my <laughs>
1: I don't know yeah. the story. Please tell in detail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. So
3: I renewed my passport. And so we left and we went to Hawaii. We got married. And then our honeymoon was going to be in Hong Kong. And we go to Honolulu Airport, I believe it was, in Oahu. Yeah. And... They look at my passport, they look at Zen's, and they're like, you can't go to Hong Kong today. And I'm like, what? I renewed my passport. She's like, oh, no, no, you're fine. He <gasps> can't go because his expired. <gasps> uh, <laughs> when,
0: when I looked at my passport, oh when I was telling gosh. her to renew her passport, my passport was fine. Hers, She got hers renewed, and by the time our wedding came up, my head
4: expired. <laughs> oh, my goodness!
3: So, so I look at the lady and I said, well, what can we do? Because we need to be there. And so she's like, well, the next flight's in 24 hours. And so you can go to the federal building to see if they can help you with your passport. So on the way to the federal building in the taxi, the whole time Zen's going, Please don't divorce me. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I actually did say that because don't divorce me, please don't divorce me. Yeah, because it'd be very easy me. to
4: since we've just gotten married. Yeah, yeah you don't I expect but, to have uh, all- to put your marriage vows to the test that soon. Right. <laughs> you think there's little yeah. more of a grace period? yeah So it all worked out in the end, but still, it was wow. an interesting experience. Wow. Yeah. That's that's definitely so that one, like, one of those tests. Every- <laughs> Every single trip do you check his passport?
3: Yeah, well we check each other's now just to make sure. And now we have my daughter, so now we have to check all three just to make sure we're oh, all yes. up to
0: date. So hers has to be renewed more often because she's a kid. Okay. So
3: Right. Yeah. So But but I but I told him after all that had happened, it's like I you owe me. <laughs> so yeah. if I ever do something dumb in the future, I get a pass. Totally.
0: Okay, <laughs> okay, that. okay. I like that. Okay, okay. We, we can come back <laughs> oh, to this. Okay. this. is this be this a great is a, I think this, this, this is supposed to be a podcast about travel, not about Zen and its huge mistakes, I think. Um, <laughs> well, and the reason I invited my wife, Vanessa, was um, I've been dying to try to do a podcast about Chile and specifically about the region around Santiago. And she's the only other person that I actually known um, that's actually been Santiago because we went together and she's actually gone back a time or two after I have. So she works on a different schedule than I do usually. And I finally have been able to get a hold of her to work on the podcast because um, we're locked in at home and she sits across from me. (laughs) Um, We're using the dining room table as an office. So um, she doesn't have any excuses of not being able to attend anymore. So, um, We're going to talk about all things Chile and Santiago, um, at least that region, um, right after the sponsor break. At 21, Steve Jobs founds Apple computer. Colonel Sanders is 62 when his first KFC franchise opens. Success can come at any age. Need help jumpstarting your success? With thousands of courses and 60 plus certificate programs. UCI Division of Continuing Education can help. Courses are offered every quarter. So start today at ce.uci.edu forward slash amazing. So what, what, how, do, how should we start this out? Do you guys have any questions specifically about um, Chile or, or do you want us to start out?
4: I, I, I don't know what I don't know. What I do know about Chile is that it's in South America. And it is very long and skinny and it has Mm -hmm. the Andes and there was the horrible Chilean soccer team that like crashed there in the Andes and that Uber (laughs) I think, is illegal there. And that's oh, and the miners, the Chilean miners who when they got like stuck underground. Yeah, it's all very horrible. I know. But this is like what I know of Chile. So I'd love to hear all the good, wonderful things about it that I don't know yet. (laughs) That's me. I'm
2: curious. Yeah. And. This is late. I'm curious about the wine country, um, some of the natural parks, and if you went over to Easter Island or not.
4: Yes, Ooh, Easter Island. I would like is to that like the that only too. way you can get there from Chile?
0: No, no, you can get there from other places. <laughs> and actually, um, we we have not been to Easter Island. Easter Island is actually almost like the equivalent of like Hawaii in relationship to um, Chile. Yeah, and it's expensive to get there too. And once you get there, um so so we actually did the research. Okay, so it's like a couple hour flight to get out there. You go out there, you get to see the Easter Island statues, mm-hmm. and once you and once you get there, there's nothing else to do there, and it's a very small island and there's not a lot of places to stay or other things to do. Gotcha. So we we that was one of the things that we still want to do, but haven't, I guess. Yeah, we were
3: thinking of maybe a day trip there, but just flying there was, we thought it would be inexpensive, but it's not. And so we're like, well, (laughs) we'll see someday. Yeah, totally.
0: So, but to to kind of give one an idea, Chile is a um, country in South America. Mm -hmm. It is on the um, Pacific side. It is long and long and long and narrow, um, which is uh, really thin. And the capital is Santiago, where Vanessa's family's from. Do you want to talk about that?
3: Oh, yeah. Um, so my, my parents are from Santiago, Chile. And as as I was growing up, I'd be able to go and visit family there during the summer, which for, well, I should say during their summer, our winter, because I would go in December. Because it's on a different hemisphere. Yeah. And so um, I'd go for the whole month of December, because when we were kids, you'd get three weeks off or you know, however many weeks off. And so I was able to go there and spend quite a bit of time with family. Um, and we would travel around a little bit, but it was, again, mostly just being with family. Uh, as I got older, we traveled less and less there. <clears throat> and so the last time I was with Sen, and then um, I went last year uh, for about a week just to go visit family. So, so how long is the yeah. flight? Well, it depends. Mm-hmm. If you want a cheap flight, it can take up to 16 hours. Oh. If you want a direct oh. flight, it's about 13.
0: <laughs> okay,
4: that's it. It only shaves off like three hours. So, yeah.
0: So, um,
4: yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, and probably the best way to get there is um, we've always we, we, there's American Airlines that go down there. Yeah. Um, American United, this that type of thing. But um, Lan, Lan,
3: Lan Chile, or yeah,
0: Lan Chile is um, Chile's national, like their airline. Airline.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, one time when I went with my mom, we had to fly up to Canada first to Vancouver. We had like a six-hour layover there, and then flew. To Lima, Peru, because they always stop there, mm-hmm. and then to Chile. So that was one of our longest flights. Oh yeah, the last trip that I took was the one up to Canada and back. The
0: last oh. is, wait, you went to Canada and down the yeah, Santiago. It, yeah, it
3: was a, a very inexpensive ticket. <laughs> it Required <laughs> going up to Vancouver, staying in the airline for six hours, and they gave us our suitcases, so we couldn't even go and visit anything. Oh, that's and weird. then oh, um, and then board another plane. Yeah, I know. Then board another plane, fly down to Lima, and then from there go to Chile. Oh, yeah. man.
0: Yeah, the time That's the that
1: whole progress process. Yeah.
0: The last time you and I went, we were in... Uh, we're, we went to Ecuador, I thought. I no, Peru. Or Peru.
3: Well, I think... It, well, usually... Yeah, we were to It was Peru. Peru. Yeah,
0: Peru. So... Anywho, it was um, it was it's quite an experience to get down there. in this. how many hours did it take you to get down there?
3: Well, time? this last time it took me thirteen because I paid the extra
2: dollars to go. <laughs> to go direct. You deserve it. You're married to Zen. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. oh, that,
0: it's, me. it's a consolation. <laughs> well, I did go
2: by myself, so I wasn't No, Just kidding.
0: <laughs> so, um, so. Vanessa. Okay. Let's, let's talk. I, I, should we start with food? Oh, yes. <laughs> <Okay>. yes. So <laughs> honestly, some of the best food I ever had was in, uh, Chile. I mean, it is, first of all, Chile is very, when you go through the city, it looks like it's Europe. It doesn't look like, I mean, it's a combination of a European city and a, and a U.S. city. It's yeah. very modern, but it has a lot of architecture that looks like it's, um, 200 years old from Europe. Yeah. But,
3: but yeah, they have a lot of influences from Spain and Italy and it, Germany.
0: Yeah. And so, um, and one of the greatest things there is the food, which I really enjoyed. And um, what, what's your, what, what was your favorite, what, what's your favorite things that you introduced me to?
3: Well, um, when we went to Pomaire, I showed you, we went to this one restaurant that serves what's called empanadas de pino, which is empanadas made out of meat, onions, raisins, a bunch of good stuff. But they're as big
2: as...
0: Oh my God. I mean, they're They're huge. If you take a piece of uh, eight and a half by 11 paper and fold it in half, that's the size of these things.
2: Oh,
3: wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And they're baked.
3: Yes. And they're delicious. Is that like a national dish? Yeah, empanadas are very common there. Um, so is their uh, what they call pastel de choclo, which is like a uh, corn meat casserole. Hmm. So it's it's like layers of beef with layers of of corn and then sometimes they do multiple layers, but other times it's just a big layer of ground beef with onions and then a big layer of uh, corn. Mix. Have you,
0: have you guys ever had shepherd's pie? Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: So it sounds like Yeah.
0: Okay, and what it is is it's essentially of almost like a variation of shepherd's pie, but instead of the mashed potatoes on the top, it's they'll put corn. like a corn, cornmeal,
3: corn, almost like a
0: tamale kind of corn yeah. on the top, yeah. and they bake it like uh like a shepherd's pie.
3: Yeah, mm. very good,
0: very very savory. Yes. And the empanadas are unusual because it's not just meat; it has things like olives. Well, and well
3: it has it has like a small piece of egg, sometimes a couple of olives, not a lot. Um, but it's mostly beef and onions. Uh, so it's really good. They also make them out of cheese or seafood. There's a yeah. variation. And you can find some places here uh, in, in Orange County, but they're not.
0: They're like Connie. more Argentinian <laughs> style. Yeah. But.
3: And smaller. Yeah, Way smaller.
4: But, I'm uh, but, but in, in, in this area that we that went to,
3: provided, they're made typically
4: big what about um, seafood? I feel like seafood would be a big cuisine there, no?
3: Oh, it is. It's just unfortunately not my favorite. Oh, okay. okay,
0: And if she won't eat, if she if she won't eat it, that means I don't get a chance to eat it as well. You
3: know, like Chilean sea bass is very, you know, uh, common there. When when I've gone to eat seafood with my family, that's what they usually order. I usually go mm-hmm. for the clams because I will. I'm not a fish person. Um, um, lots
0: of ceviche Yeah. Oh. ceviche
3: yeah, is good yes
0: and um, I actually had a lot of um, I mean I think of it usually like French um, but I had carpaccio
3: Yeah. Oh, and they also do um, they, when you go and eat pizza there it's not like your typical at least not back then they didn't have Pizza Hut or Papa John's or anything like that that they do now so if you go to the restaurant that served pizza they were very traditional individual sized and very gourmetish. They, it wasn't just cheese and pepperoni. It was like cheese with clams or with shrimp or with fish or something that you wouldn't really, at least back then, find here in the states. It was, it was very different, but it was good. Mm-hmm. Just different. I mean, probably more a European flavor than yeah. we were used to here.
0: And and uh, what's what was my favorite? I, I like the hot dog. What's that? Oh yeah.
3: So um, in <laughs> Chile, you don't. Just order a plain hot dog, you get what's called the completo. And what that means is they put avocado and not guacamole, but it, it's avocado, mashed avocado, a lot of mayonnaise. Like mayonnaise <laughs> is the second highest condiment in Chile that people wow. enjoy, aside from the avocado. Tomato, sauerkraut, and then you've got your hot dog. So in you
0: onions Sometimes um, I
3: think you can add for the ask for that, but yeah. that's not the typical, especially and the, the sauerkraut.
0: And they're usually like a foot long and like in a submarine sandwich kind of bread. Yeah, instead if of, you
3: did it on a hot dog bread, it would just pretty much deteriorate. <laughs> de-
0: and, and it's kind of a fork and knife thing because you can't eat it with just. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, and all of that, like I mean, between the avocado, the hot dog, and the mayo, oh my gosh, does it come with like paddles so that you can like jumpstart your heart? <laughs> <laughs> it like it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, now I want one. I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you have to look at to see the pictures.
3: Yeah. And then um, the other thing that is very common that people like to eat too is is um, another, it's like a, it's called lomito, which is like a pork sandwich. And it's made the same way. They have a completo, which means again, avocado, um, tomatoes, mayonnaise, the sauerkraut. And then they use this kind of bread that's very dense mm-hmm. and then they put like half a pound of pork. So <gasps> it's huge. Mm-hmm. and you have to eat it with a fork and knife. And whether you can finish it all,
2: that's the challenge. Mm, I love a challenge, <laughs> especially when it involves food. Oh, yeah.
4: But so on that note, one of the things when that- you're eating, is it common to ask for like a doggy bag? Can you get food to go there?
3: Uh, you know, maybe, but... Um, but no. <laughs> I don't recall that we've ever done that. When, when I go out with my family... Everything gets eaten. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so one of the fascinating things, and we always talk a little bit about the history of places that we go to, is that there's a lot of German influence or Spanish influence, and there's Italian influence. It's a very European city. And um, that last sandwich is a Lomito sandwich, is um, actually um, kind of a German sandwich. And same thing with the completo is kind of like, a, it's a hot dog, right? And I always i looked up the information. I looked it up as why they have so much German influence. Um, Chile being a very, very long, very long country. Um, at one point, like over a hundred years ago, the Chilean government realized that they needed to protect the countryside. And the way you protect the countryside is you have populations there because most of the population lives mm. within like a hundred miles of Santiago. Right. And so they found the area that they wanted to populate. And they said, well, what's the weather and climate? I mentioned this before, I think, in a different podcast. But what's the weather and climate like there? And then they took the same latitude and they went above the equator. And it lined up with Germany.
1: Wow. <laughs> so what?
0: And so it's the same weather climate and everything, except it's on the bottom half of the earth. And so they went to Germany, to Germans and said, look, if you move to Chile, we will give you free land and you can you can populate free land and you get to do um, you get to move here. And that's you do go about your business. And so droves of Germans um, came to South America and they started creating these cities. And this is one of the places I haven't made it to. But apparently these cities, they look like old German cities because. They were made by Germans over a hundred years ago. So it looks like you're in part and they still uh, parts of Germany and they still speak um, German down there apparently as well. Mm. And they brought their cobblers. They brought their uh, they brought their food. I mean, they brought their food. And that's how the German influence came into Chile.
2: Hmm. Love the fun fact.
0: Yeah. Random trivia. So, so what's what's so when you when we're going to Chile, what's the things that you like to do the best?
3: Um, well, I mentioned Pomaida a couple of times. Um, that's just a small town where um, they have like a hills of natural clay, and so they build. They have a lot of artisans there. They they make a lot of pots or little animal mm. figures. Um, so it's a lot of fun to just go through there and just um you know get some. Little tchotchkes or whatever to bring back as gifts.
0: So these are clay pots that are made from the local earth.
3: Hmm. And these
0: clay pots made from the local earth is a very dark clay.
3: No, well, it's it's not that it's, it's not. a dark. It's a brown clay. But when they bake it or they um, cure it, it could turn different colors. And it's usually a red or brown or a black.
0: And usually wow. the ones that we...
3: Are usually like a brown almost black.
0: like Almost like a chocolate covered yeah. color. Yeah. And these bowls are what they typically make um, out of this earth is what they make the um, pastel de choclo out in. So, you know, they put the ground meat in the bottom and then they put the corn toppings and they put the whole bowl into the oven to kind of bake off the um, bake it off. And you see these bowls that have been used over the years and kind of the pastel de choclo has it's, it's not like a it's not like a porcelain where almost like the meat juices and everything kind of soak into the the earthenware. And I don't know if it gives it a special flavor or anything like that, but you see these used over the years and then the more used it's it I think the food actually looks and tastes better as far as I'm concerned.
2: Kinda of like seasoning like an iron skillet or something.
0: Yeah maybe that's kind of probably closest thing to it. So
2: yeah, well I know there's a
3: process that it has to go through before you even start baking it, but I don't remember what that
0: is. So, and those cities have all sorts of little bazaars that you can go to. And there's hundreds, I mean, you'll go into like a little dealer and they'll have hundreds, maybe even thousands of little pots, big, small, some with lids that look like you put soup in. Some of them are like, um, some, some, some of them have lids and, they shape like like old uh, uh, old irons and such. and yeah. It's just a really neat area to, to go souvenir hunting. You, you need to come back with one of those.
3: Yeah, one of the common things, too, is what's called a chanchito. It's a little pig with three legs. <laughs> and if you find yeah. one that stands and doesn't fall over, it's like a, a token of good fortune, and you sometimes buy those to give those as a gift to other folks. Oh,
1: um, that's nice. Why do
0: they have three legs? Yeah, it seems the like they either? would be unlucky if <laughs> they lost a leg.
3: <laughs> it's just, yeah. I'm not exactly sure on the history behind it, but it's it, ever since I was a little girl, I've always seen the little three-legged pig. And um, from what I understand, it's like a, a symbol of abundance and happiness. Almost like when you go to China and you get the little frog with a money in the mouth, like a
0: money frog. Like yeah, a money frog.
3: that's sort of like that idea with the little pig, mm. just to, to you know wish someone good fortune. Cool.
0: So, and then, what's the most famous neighborhood? So, um, we always stay near downtown. Um, There's a place uh, next to San Cristobal. So, like, in the center of the city, there's a kind of a long, thin kind of park. And the long, thin kind of park is is actually mountainous. So, in the, of course, Chile is, it's really weird because it's, The whole country is up against the mountainside Mm -hmm. the andes and the center of chile um which is about an an hour drive from the coast do you think huh
3: well it's about two hours i think to vina del mar and valparaiso which is a common place people go to for for vacationing
0: right so that must be about 60 to 90 miles away from the coast roughly and um it's chile so in the center of it there's this like a not a small mountain range, but it's hill, a hill, very hill. It's a
3: hilly area. Yeah.
0: And I understand it's a dormant volcano. Well, part of it. Part of it's yeah. a dormant.
3: My understanding is Santa Lucia Hill, uh-huh. which is where we've gone and I've always gone with family uh, to go visit, that's on a, a remnant of a volcano. Okay. And then the other part of the hill, which is a little behind it, is where San Cristobal is, and yes. it's a higher point. Mm-hmm. Uh, both have a beautiful view of the city. Mm-hmm. And if you go to the San Cristobal, there's actually a zoo kind of on your way up. You can stop at a zoo there and then continue to go up the hill to, mm. to the San Cristobal, yeah. uh, mm. where they have the uh, being condemned Immaculate Conception. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so it's it's a you know how i like we i always talk about i like a vista mm-hmm. so it's this beautiful tall hill in the middle of the city so you can go and is it's there equivalent of central park essentially yeah. but larger and you can, the, you, can the, take,
3: you can take an aerial tram to get yeah. there or a funicular yeah. to Ooh. the side of the hill
0: um, you so. you guys are familiar with funiculars
2: yeah yes. Like, the unusual, okay. like, it's almost like a, if you were to mate a trolley car with a, an elevator on an incline.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's kind of like a train and an elevator on it's an It's a incline. great description.
4: It's like sky bucket. <laughs> up, not across.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah. So one way to get up there is to go with a funicular, the other is to go with a uh, sky tram. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a beautiful ride up if you take either or. But once you get up to the top, um, in Brazil, they have the, um, is it the Virgin Mary that's on the hill?
4: No, it's Christ, have, or is it Christ. Jesus Christ.
0: Christ? No, it's Jesus Christ,
3: yes, the Regeemer. Jesus, yeah, Jesus. yeah, and then... Here is the Virgin. It's the
0: Virgin. Is the Virgin uh, in, oh. The Virgin. Yeah. So it's not nearly as big, but mm-hmm. it's something that when you're in a city, you can look up to the hill and you'll see um, the Virgin Mary. Um, well.
4: Well, that's kind of cool. I'm not
0: doing it right. I'm <laughs> not very religious, so. <laughs> <laughs> and and what's up there is also kind of cool is that when you're going up there, there's all these um, old forts there, too. I can In protect Santa them. Lucia. In Santa Lucia. So you can spend the whole day there going. It's like a big central park. You can go see all the um, forts. You can go see the statues. Um,
3: and then at the bottom of Santa Lucia, or a little bit away from there, there's the... Um, uh, they have also an artisan area where they have like traditional, more traditional arts and crafts. So they'll have alpaca wool stuff made out Ooh.
0: of that, or um, I remember
3: instruments, uh, decorative figures. Yeah, and painting. Um, it, it changes over the years or whenever I've right. like, gone there's something slightly different. And more, you know, they try to keep up with times, but they still have some of the more um, old traditional stuff that they sell there. Yeah,
0: so.
2: Well, now, I haven't
3: about
4: heard the anyone. Oh, go ahead. Who wants to go
3: first? Go ahead, Lee. <laughs> it. oh. awesome.
2: well, I was just curious because you were talking about the crafts and stuff. I mean, I would imagine that fruits and veggies and stuff like that would be cheaper than here. But how would you say like the other stuff would be in terms of the cost of living?
3: Uh, it's not. It's it's not cheap to live there. When mm-hmm. um, yeah, because um, you know, just to get an apartment can be fairly expensive uh I, I mean it's it's i don't know if we want to if it would be similar to here but it's not inexpensive it's, it's fairly because so, it, it depends on the area too
2: because mm-hmm. there
3: are some richer parts of santiago and right. some middle class but but uh um it, it it's not it's almost like new york it's not like they have a lot right
0: <laughs> well you, you know one of the things about chile is um Chile, of all the different economies uh, in countries down in South America, Chile tends, is probably the most stable. It's the yeah. coolant of the United States. Okay. Um, there's, you know, there's a lot of problems in the, uh, like, Venezuela's kind of a problem. Um, Argentina is having some, um, having a little bit of an issue right now. Um, so there, Chileans, relatively to the rest of the country, is very prosperous. And they have taken up modern; um, they're they're commercialized. They are capitalist, but they also have like a banking system that's very staple as well. Mm-hmm. So um, it is um, as Western as you can get in mm. uh, South America, and lots of other places. I hear great things about Colombia and yeah. others. But, but, but um, and yeah. as you
3: go outside of Santiago, then you, I mean, Santiago, then you kind of can see where. It can change. It, right, you know, you see more poor neighborhoods, or right. Yeah, I don't yeah. more ru- definitely much much
0: rural, much, rural yeah. much more rural once you get outside the yeah. city. So, so who, was it? Emily? Did you have a question, or was it? Oh, sorry.
1: It might have been Kristen.
0: Uh oh.
3: Yes. <laughs> so that's outside of Santiago.
0: <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah, I mean. When when uh I, I don't I've never really gone to some of the vineyards, but when we've gone to um my family has a or used to have a dairy farm in a place called Mayoko. And so when we drive out there we would pass some of the vineyards that they have there. Um and they have it's beautiful to see. And I know um they, they do a lot of like wine testing, like Concho Itoro, right, one of the more common ones that you might be familiar with. They do wine tasting uh, sessions there just like we do here, like in Temecula and other areas. Um, and it's it's they're known for the wine. I mean, you you can't have a Chilean party without wine, or you're yelling up the riot.
0: So so what, what what do you say? It's like if you're having a Chilean party, where are the two things you have bread to have? and wine? You had to have you don't bread have and wine. Both,
3: and you're in wine. trouble. All right. <laughs> so
0: I went to a Chilean party, and um, at one point, you know, like we it was in a restaurant, and um, the the wait service was kind of slow. But they kept on bringing out wine, and they kept on bringing out bread, and everyone's kind oh, of marking. Hey, where's the cares? food? Where's the food? Where's the food? <laughs> but they kept on bringing out wine, and and someone's like, you know, as long as they bring out the bread and they bring out the wine, we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I swear, we we could have been there all night long, and as long as the red wine and and red wine and the uh, the bread kept on coming, they would have no one would have said anything. So <laughs> I
4: feel like that's kind of universal. <laughs> yeah. No matter where you go, that makes and
0: sense. And Concho de Toro is the the most famous one. And there's when we were there, there's a lot of tours that you could take from outside of the city. We we didn't go. We're not big wine drinkers, but you can I saw a lot of um organized tours where you can go from Santiago <laughs> out to the to the winery. And they have like an all day tour and tastings and going through the vineyards and checking out the where they they bought where they cask the wine and such so that's cool but
2: okay so So in addition to wine i love coffee how's the coffee
3: (laughs) okay um so before (coughs) there was starbucks Mm -hmm. they they drink a lot of nescafe there Mm -hmm. so that that means no ground coffee it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs>
2: they drink
3: instant Oh,
2: coffee. wow. Okay. Mm. I keep, I'm like... And, I'm- and it's a... Com- go ahead well because i'm imagining because it you know being in columbia like the when i was in columbia the the coffee was just so good because i'm then i'm imagining like oh well maybe they get that coffee there but no it's instant oh how bummer
3: (laughs) yeah and i can't remember why but it's just something that they're just always my parents have always been used to drinking instant and that's what i grew up with them even when we were here in the states and so it wasn't until i met zen that I got more into coffee. I was more of a tea drinker because I did not like instant coffee. The <laughs> last time she I went to Chile, I,
0: I actually sent coffee with her. I was <laughs> like, okay, you're going to need some coffee. And I gave her coffee and she went back to Chile with American coffee. Yeah,
3: I mean, there's wow. Starbucks there now. There's so much more now. But um, even when you go to the market and you try and buy coffee beans, some of it is still like 20% instant mixed in there with <gasps> regular coffee it's or no it, it's, it's,
0: a it's it's not the good beans it's the um yeah it, it's wow. really crazy and then so i told Vanessa, it's like oh next time you go bring back all this um co- bring back coffee and she brought back a bunch of coffee it's like that's not chilean that's from the united states this is from you know so i'm going through all <laughs> these coffees it's just like none of it was from chile but well, I guess well, kind
3: of, I purposely did that because otherwise you definitely would end up with nest, nest, like instant coffee.
4: Such <laughs> <but, laughs> yeah. a crime. But
0: yeah. I guess they're starting to have a coffee culture now is that there's a lot of small micro roasteries yeah. that are, you know, it's, so they're starting to develop, but it's, it was bad.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. And again, <laughs> and again, you know, remember I'm with my family, so it's, what they're used to. No,
0: we would go to restaurants and I would ask for coffee and yeah, then they yeah, would no, bring out.
3: but that was a long time ago. Yeah. I'm talking about now there's more, yeah. but my family still kind of goes back to the old, always, <laughs> old I should say.
0: And then I, I, you know, I've mentioned this before, but I had to tell the story. I had to, it's obligatory to talk about the um, Cafe Compiernas. Oh. <gasps> <Yeah. laughs> Have you heard of this, Lee? Lee?
2: I, I read about it in um, uh, Lonely Planet. But I would love to hear your take on it because it doesn't that translate to like it's a cafe with legs.
0: Yeah. Okay. So. (laughs)
2: Yeah,
0: I've mentioned this story before, but when you're in downtown, um, like in the banking district, you'll go and they have these kind of like open cafes, and it's like oh, it's kind of like a European cafe, but they would have. Standing tables, mm-hmm. and they were all connected, all in a row, and so. But there's no. Um, the standing tables are held up with thin, small posts, so it's just a thin, and it's like a, you know, like when you go to like a, um, a diner, and the, uh, you know, the woman. The, the Always, who calls you Hun? She can stay behind the counter and serve everyone in the in the diner yeah. without coming out from behind the counter. Mm-hmm. It's a labyrinth yes, just it's like that. Quite the picture you're painting. You I see, see it. the women; they're all women who are serving coffee. <laughs> all these women are wearing these skin tight dresses, short
3: or just short skirts short with skirts. high heels.
0: Yeah. And they walk behind the counter. And so what it is, is all the guys come and they actually make coffee there, though. they actually, It's make, like Hooters. Like, if you made it coffee. Hooters
2: and ah. Starbucks.
0: Yeah. It's Hooters. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. Yeah,
3: And they also, in some places that we had noticed, they, they cover the area that you would normally see their legs. So even when you're outside, you can't look inside. You see from the top half up yeah. of everybody, not the waist down.
0: And then wow. there was a couple that the windows were completely blacked out, which well, I was I afraid. To get well, oh, no, no there's ones that oh, we, we went that. past a couple and they were completely blacked out. And, I'm like, I, I don't want to know what's going on. And, <laughs> but it, it, was, it was quite a, an experience to go um, into a Cafe Comperna's place. And it's just like, wow, what an interesting cultural thing. You know, obviously sexist, but very interesting <laughs> culturally. So fascinating. Um, that was coffee. Fascinating. What else? Do, so, what else do we love to do there?
3: Oh, let's let's talk about the seaside. Oh, Vina del Mar and Valparaíso. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, when we went there, we had an opportunity to go to um, the beach, kind of thing. It's it's. There's two cities right next to each other uh, that people go to and have summer vacations at because uh, just to enjoy the beach, to enjoy the weather. And um, Vino del Mar is supposed to be the sister city to Sal, Sal Salito in oh, San Francisco. Yeah. And uh, it's considered like the garden city. And then you have Valparaiso, which is the Valley of Paradise. And um, it's just a fun place to go. Uh, there's a casino there. And so my, my um, aunt loved the casino. So we'd go there every once in a while. And um, yeah, it's just fun to walk around. It's, it's a very beachy type community, so it's really neat. And then the buildings are um, kind of built up on the side of a hill, so it, and they're all different colors, so it's really pretty to see. And, and there's a lot of funiculars there, so there's different hillsides that you'll go and take the funicular up and have a beautiful view of the ocean and stuff.
0: And, and Vanessa doesn't remember this. We were having this conversation about when we went, is that what I just remember, there were so many Feral dogs around.
3: I thought it was cats, but. No, they were dogs! <laughs> okay, fine. And they were
0: everywhere. And then we, you would go into the funicular station, and like we'd go to the top, and in the funicular station, there'd be like a bunch of dogs just laying down, sleeping, in, taking naps in the funicular station um, to get away from the heat because it would be lots of shade. And they were all really nice and they're really cute, but it was just like, huh, that's kind of an interesting <laughs> thing. So. And then what was the um we had? Do you remember that restaurant we went to over there? Okay, I don't know. She's looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so one of my favorite restaurant experiences was so we took a funicular up, and we were with her family, and we um, went to a restaurant. And it looked like a more like a you know it's just like on the side of a street. It's like okay, we go into this into the restaurant, and um, it's a very small building. And then what they did was they had us go through the building and out the back, and out the back was the, um, the mountainside. And they had built stairs from the back end of the uh, house, and they had a bunch of platforms that were um, – so now there's lots of trees and lots of woods, and they had platforms throughout the woods – and they had tables and chairs and such so we would go down the platform and they served us on this little platform on the side of a mountain and just l- overlooking the seaside in the uh, in the city
1: wow i remember that now wow. you remember yeah
3: because i remember all the walking we had to do to to <laughs> be so yeah beautiful
0: but it was essentially like walking through a house into the woods on the side of a mountain up and down some stairs mm-hmm. onto a platform where they had and there was multiple platforms other people were eating eating there and and it was the food was fantastic i mean it was like i can't,
3: i don't remember what i ate but it was fantastic
0: <laughs> and it's just like but the scenery and then you had the cool ocean breeze coming it was actually a hot summer but you had the cool ocean breeze you had the trees over you it was just an amazing experience um being there and eating out there so
2: wow
0: oh by the way if you guys didn't guess they speak lots of spanish there
4: <laughs> <laughs> thank you
0: i mean i guess that's one of the things we should address is they do speak essentially only spanish yes. um my spanish is halting but vanessa speaks well are
3: there no indigenous and her family groups? speaks well no, there's indigenous groups, but not in Santiago. They're further north. Okay. So. Yeah, I mean, if there are, I mean, don't get me wrong. They may come down to Santiago and, and live there, but, mm-hmm. but I'm I don't know of any indigenous people actually originating from Santiago. I, I know from different other areas. Mm-hmm. Got it. it. Yeah, you could be wrong.
0: So, um, getting around. If I didn't have Vanessa around, would have been challenging. I mean, I have halting enough Spanish. I, I'm sure I could have done okay, but otherwise, um, knowing Spanish as uh, knowing Spanish would be really, really helpful when you're traveling there.
3: Yeah, I mean, nowadays um, probably not as much, but yeah, in the past.
0: Yeah. Um, what other? Is there any other things that we should mention? So bring coffee. Make sure you well, know no, Spanish. There's,
3: there's Starbucks there, so you don't have to... Oh, that's room. right. That's I kept right saying now, that, yeah. but you weren't listening to me.
0: Yeah, now there's Starbucks. Where were they when I... How come I didn't see them when I was... <laughs> and then, like, they have some of the... When you go to the... They have lots of places like Kentucky Fried Chicken, Burger King. I didn't see any McDonald's.
3: No, they had McDonald's there.
0: I, it's just the time that we went, I didn't see any. Yeah. But they put... um. Avocado on
2: everything. Say that like it's a bad thing. Like the wine. I know. <laughs>
0: oh no, no, it was just. Like, Did you pay extra like, for it? No, it was like See, that's, that's amazing. a <laughs> But with avocado on it, Nice. Yay. Awesome. They have nice. avocado with everything there. And it's like California and may need some avocado. <laughs> it must be the national uh, toppings.
2: Nice. And the wine. I mean, why? What's not to love? <laughs> Right. Oh, right,
0: right. Um, what's the other national drink that people drink? Is
2: there? Oh yeah, pisco. Pisco's. Sour. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. And now they have a lot more flavors. I, I, I prefer the mango sour, but but uh, yeah, they. Uh, that's a common drink that the that I grew up. Um, I see my family drink until I could drink.
0: <laughs> so. so, pisco is a style of brandy.
3: Yeah, mixed with uh, citrus.
0: Uh, isn't nice. it with citrus, But that's when you make it into a sour.
3: Yeah, and sour. Yeah, I mean yeah. whatever. And they put they can put bitter on it, a little bit of bitter, and yeah. it's like a foam of egg white on the top.
0: Yeah, that was the part that really got me.
3: Huh. Yeah. And I've never seen anybody get sick. Interesting. <laughs> so just amazes me.
0: So they'll make a foam like a almost like a a, a, a wet meringue. Okay. Yeah. And so when they make a sour, they float the um the egg white on top.
3: Yeah, there was also some other drink that my mom used to make. And it was like a malt mixed with egg. And uh, I just remember that growing up, too. Hmm.
0: So, you definitely have to try the Pisco when you're there. And it, 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 like, they also sell the Pisco Sours Pre mixed yeah. too, so you don't have to make it yourself.
3: Yeah, and that's why I was saying like they have mango flavor and a whole bunch of other flavors now, so it, there's a variety.
0: Yeah, and it goes down like Kool Aid. I love I mean, sour. It's, it's oh. I'd be really interested. In it. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: So, what else should we address? Is there anything else that we missed? Or do
2: I'll how about music from- or like I mean, things to do? Um.
3: Well, things to do. There's a lot of places you can go and see the sights. Um, nightlife, they they do they have dancing there too, and um, music-wise, they have uh, annually. Um, oh, it's called La Paloma, I think, where they'll have a musician come out and then they give them like an award, which is the shape of a dove, and that's hmm. something that happens once a year and i think it's an individual uh, musician i'm not sure i've never really it's usually during a time i've never visited there so i think it's during their winter our summer or something like that when they do that
0: should we address the riots a little bit if you want so when you were in chile last year. this last year so Vanessa last went during this March. March of 2019. Yeah, March, April. It was like the last week of March. And they were riding at that point.
3: But no, no, no. That happened, well, it just started. So it wasn't okay. something that was, when I was there, it wasn't noticeable. And, and again, it it, look, it seems like it's not something that goes on, like they're riding all day long. It's like. They,
0: they come out every night.
3: Yeah, they come out every night. But uh, it, more of it happened after I came back
0: okay so from what we know um, most of the riots are planned yeah they're very timely they happen f- frequently I mean it, it's kind of like these people go to work and they do their normal day-to-day job or what have you and then
3: they get together and then they write
0: and they'll riot and and it's a in a predetermined location from um, what
3: I understand yeah
0: yeah and but from what we've seen it's not you know they're not they might be burning stuff but they're there's not a lot of violence
3: would you say Uh, well i don't know i I mean we only hear what we see in the news so i don't it it could be i mean just like when we had the fires in watts and i met you in ohio people thought all of california was burning and it was just one (laughs) area in the city so it just depends on how the media's you know
0: you know and that's entirely true at the time like vanessa said we were living in ohio and then you know in ohio when you're watching the news you're thinking Oh my god, all of Los Angeles is burning down right now. When it was actually w- a very specific locations within Los Angeles and you know, Beverly Hills was just going like business as usual.
3: Yeah. So so yeah, so um I mean there has been some destruction there, but yes. my family says that, you know, where they and they live in different areas in Santiago they are not as affected by it. Um so
0: but so in other words find out where the riots are going to be and don't be there at night. Right. So.
3: Wow. Noted.
0: So. All right, should we do you have any questions before anything else we should talk about Chile I before do we have like a question. I have
1: oh. a quick question. I don't know if we talked about. It. I know we mentioned that Chile is on the southern hemisphere, so the weather is different but vanessa and zen when when did you both go to like at, during what seasons did you guys go and what is the best season in your in your opinion okay,
0: okay. we actually have some crosstalk and um we had a question from emily and we had a quick qu- question from Kristen. let's address emily emily um your question was what seasons to go in is that correct
1: yeah yeah especially because it's a southern hemisphere so it's off? Right. Okay, a bit. we'll start
0: out with that question.
1: <laughs> so
3: the best time to go is in December because it's summer there, and in the past it didn't get too hot. Well, now I can't say for certain it doesn't get hot because the last time we were there was like over a hundred degrees, degrees every day. Oh, yeah. oh. But um, but if you go if you go in like um, I don't know if you go November December you'll get good weather there. Uh, it rains a lot in August. So, I wouldn't recommend going in August. <laughs> I but went it, there one time.
0: But it's a coastal time. city. Yeah. Also. So, it's not, during, it's not snowing during the winter. Well, <laughs> no, it's with, snowing? Well, it with smokes. the
3: weather changing the way it has been, they've actually gotten snow in Santiago. They get a lot of rain now when it's rainy season. It's not the way it used to be in the past. Just like here, where it's more humid than it ever used to be in the past. So um, I would just say, just check the weather before you um, go and, and they'll tell you uh, online when's the best time to go. But it, for me, it was always December because we were on vacation during that time and it was also warm.
0: Yeah, but in general, Santiago is considered a Mediterranean cli- uh, climate. So um, it's it it's kind of like Southern California, um, but it doesn't... Now it's having extremes, but it's kind of like Southern California. Not too much snow during the winter. Oh, wait. How did did they... So, like, when you were there, it's like... You went during December. Did they call it summer when you're there? Or did they say they're in winter? Yeah, it's summer. Okay, so they say it's summer. And then when
3: I went in March, I had good weather there, which was unusual. But that was, like, their fall. So, it was... I left right before their winter
0: started. So... Um so yeah, it's, it's 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 nice all year long, but no, summer's spring
4: one spring. of the
0: nicest times yeah. to go. So yeah. and then Kristen, what was your question again?
4: It was essentially that, like what the different climates were throughout the year.
0: Yeah, it, they they
3: go through the four seasons yeah. just like we do. Um it, snows, it it normally doesn't snow in Santiago, it snows in the Andes, but Um, there have been a few times where snow has actually reached the city, but it it can get cold in the winter and then, um, and hot in the summer, but it's, it's still nice. Anytime you go, I think you'll still enjoy it.
0: And of course, we're still referring to that region around Santiago, Chile being such a long country.
3: Oh yeah. The the weather would be different if you go South versus North.
0: So some of the weather South is polar essentially all year long <laughs> really well cold. when you go
3: further south you end up near uh the glaciers
0: right and then when you go north it's um where uh chile is known for their mining right. and so when you go north that's where a lot of the mining is done and it's kind of very desert-like as well
3: yeah but they, and they also have coastal cities so i mean remember yeah. it's all along the coast so not so you have kind of have the very the
4: variation of if you're traveling near the coast versus inland so so so
0: but once again
4: i have a question do you know anyone who has been to antarctica being that you're so much closer there than here yeah my
3: sister did actually Ah. she um when she was uh she went and did a study abroad program there, and then some of her friends went traveling and they traveled south and she actually sent me these beautiful pictures of her sitting on top of a glacier it was just incredible. Wow. So yeah. It, so yeah, a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people go hiking there to Santiago and they get, depending on where they go, they, they can get an extreme weather in any, you know, if they want snow, they, they can go to the Andes. They can go down further South if they want desert. Still part of the Andes is kind of like a desert, but I mean, they, they have a variety of their of hiking paths and stuff and they do a lot of tours for that
0: you know what i think we blew past a lot of other things like the plaza de armas um yeah uh so i mean there's some really quick things that we can talk about also is i think we forgot to mention is like there's lots of downtown things to do there's things like plaza de armas there's um, which and then there's, there's like
3: Central Market.
0: There's Central Market, um, yeah. Mercado Central.
3: Mercado Central, yeah.
0: Um, which is really cool if you've never seen a large um, a marketplace. Uh, the central, what are the central government buildings? Are downtown as yeah, well? And the
3: museum and a lot of cathedrals.
0: Yeah. Um. So there's a lot of European kind of things to do that we completely blew by. But this is an our podcast, unfortunately. <laughs>
2: I, I'm curious, like, I know that Chile is long, I'm just wondering, like, how we can relate it to, like, the U.S., UA- like, is it, like, going from, like, I don't know, like, the Canadian border down to Mexico? Is it, like, going, like, from California to Maine? Like, comparison-wise?
3: Well, I mean, I mean, if you think of it, like, Canada to Mexico, it's like the reverse. Yeah. It's further north is more like Mexico, and further south is like Canada, because it gets colder and colder. Wow. I mean, I've never traveled south. My sister did, but, um, you know, and she also went to Peru. So they they went up in towards the northern part of uh, South America. So it's
0: if you took Chile and you laid it sideways. So instead of going up and down, uh you've laid it on its side and you laid it on, on the top of a map of the United States. It's the equivalent of essentially driving from Los Angeles all the way to New York City.
2: Hmm. wow okay perfect so
0: so that kind of paints a picture right Mm -hmm. so so it's huge but really really skinny because if you look at the width of it it's probably only maybe 200 miles wide or so Mm -hmm. depending on where you're at in chile wow so long but skinny yeah
1: good stuff that I learned about Chile that I had no idea about.
3: <laughs> well, I'm glad.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'd love to learn more if we do another podcast about it. Um, but cool. that's all we have for today. Um, we hope that you found it as amusing, as interesting as we did. And before we leave, we want to give a big thank you to our sponsor, University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing education which offers only the best continuing continuing professional education like their business analyst certificate if you need a career boost or looking for a new profession check them out at ce.uci.edu thanks again for tuning in and thank you vanessa for joining us well,
3: thank you it was nice meeting you all
1: bye
4: bye bye
2: bye, bye. bye. <laughs>